In this bulletin, the government's energy relief measures in the Senate after clearing their first parliamentary hurdle. Queensland flags a review of double jeopardy laws. And in sport, an American journalist's death at the World Cup revealed to be from natural causes. With the latest SBS News, I'm Deborah Graw. The government's energy relief measures have cleared their first parliamentary hurdle, passing the lower house despite attempts from the crossbench and opposition to amend the proposed laws. The coalition's attempts to stymie the bill follow comments from opposition leader Peter Dutton, who has declared the Liberals did not believe in market intervention or that the bill would really help with energy costs. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has told the House the opposition are not genuinely interested in the voters' welfare. They were addicted to power, but they were hopeless on energy. They rushed around passing legislation about strawberries that were never used in a day, but did nothing to help people with their power bills. The Senate is now considering the measures, with the Greens and Independent Senator David Pocock indicating they will side with the government in the upper house. Opposition leader Peter Dutton has broken down in tears during a moving tribute in Parliament to the police officers and Good Samaritan killed in the Weambala shooting tragedy. Mr Dutton, himself a former Queensland police officer, says they gave their lives for their community. For those of us who didn't know Constable McCrow or Constable Arnold and Mr Dare, we'll continue to hear about their lives and their deeds in many tributes. Our nation clearly has lost three wonderful Australians, three people who embodied compassion, commitment and courage during their lives and in their final moments. Certainly those qualities that we will remember and which we will revere. It's those qualities which will continue to inspire confidence in us to confront evil wherever it lurks. The parliamentary tribute comes as Queensland police continue to investigate the deadly siege. Police Union President Ian Leavers says there's evidence the killers Gareth Train, his wife Stacey and brother Nathaniel, who were all shot dead, planned the attack and set up a camera system to ambush the police. Authorities say a levee failure in New South Wales could push Murray River flood levels higher in South Australia. A breach has been identified near Lake Victoria, which could prevent up to 10 gigalitres being diverted from the river. South Australia's State Emergency Services Chief Officer Chris Beattie says work is underway to repair the levee, but if that is unsuccessful, the extra water would impact downstream communities. Premier Peter Malinaskis says teams are also checking levies on the South Australia side and are confident they're holding up well. He says key levies are being regularly monitored, especially in Renmark near the Victorian border. Uh, Renmark is, of course, largely dependent upon the performance of the levy that continues to go smoothly and the levy, on all accounts, is operating in the way it should be. Uh, we know that the levy is built to the appropriate levels to give us plenty of room on the current flow levels that are, that are forecast. A new report has suggested people from culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds are more likely to be overcharged on utilities. The Loge Agency report examined 455 participants from 10 language groups, finding that 15 to 22% put in a significant effort to set up accounts through phone, websites or email, and that their bills and offers were difficult to understand. 
The report also found 96% of respondents had to contact a provider for difficulties other than bill payment. Just over 27% of the Australian population does not speak English primarily at home. The Queensland Government says widespread changes will be introduced to the state's forensic services system and double jeopardy laws may be reformed as part of its response to a report on the state's DNA testing lab. The sweeping changes follow a four-month inquiry into the state's embattled DNA testing system, which found samples had not been properly tested for years because of grave maladministration. Health Minister Yvette Duff says the government accepts all 123 of Commissioner Walter Sovereignoff's recommendations and she says there will be no backlash against the staff who had tried to raise concerns about problems at the lab. Uh, we will support the staff that are there who have spoken up and done the right thing, who, as you can see from the report, have spoken up for some years trying to draw attention to the testing and the validations and the instruments being used and were completely ignored. To sport and the family of an American journalist who died suddenly as he covered the World Cup last week say he passed away from natural causes. Grant Wall's wife, Dr Corinne Gounder, says an autopsy has shown he died from an undetected aortic aneurysm, which affects blood flow to the heart. Dr Gounder says there is nothing nefarious about his death. I'm Deborah Grook. This is SBS News.